0: so nice to see you again so we're talking about we're talking about gratitude today on the eve of thanksgiving and um, we both come from traditions with emphases on saying thank you mm. right?
1: yeah
0: daily Uh, emphasis on on expressions of both gratitude um, but it's that type of gratitude that's woven with wonder Mm. and uh, also woven together with humility Mm. and um Man, I'm just struck as I've been talking to students over the past few days that, you know, I don't feel like I come from a, a place, a tradition, I don't mean Jewish tradition, I mean like middle class tradition of mm. kind of emotional vulnerability, being able to tell people mm. how much they mean to you, you know, how much they mean to you, being able to tell people, thank you for what you have meant to me, what you've done for me. Like, I don't feel like I was really modeled A lot of the vulnerability that's involved in being, in expressing gratitude, Um, much less or let alone the vulnerability that's involved in thanking God. Mm. You know, Uh, um, I remember when I was working in the hospital, just like really being blown away by the willingness the capacity of people different from me to like pray openly with one another with me mm. and I, I just feel I remember feeling like I, I was never given the skills or was never given the permission or was never modeled mm. that type of kind of emotional openness with folks that's something that but on thanksgiving Students have shared with me, and I know this is true for myself, but families that are probably not very different than my own will get together and go around the table and say what they're thankful for.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like there's a ritualization of gratitude mm. that from within a religious tradition, we're like, well, yeah, that's every day is ritualized gratitude. But like, it's interesting that this is that time of the year where we're kind of, we even if we don't have feel like we have permission or, or the capacity to do that every day. At Thanksgiving dinner we will go around and say what we're what we're thankful for. So I don't know what I mean to say, just I just it's like it's a time in which like to explore the questions of and the the inherited traditions around gratitude is there's some there's an opening. The door is open because people kind of give themselves permission to consider the question of gratitude, um, this is the holiday of gratitude, I guess. The American holiday. Yeah, absolutely. The American holiday, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, it's interesting because it is a day that doesn't necessarily come from our particular religious traditions, but it's something that's that's here in the American culture. Um, and that, you know, it provides us that space to, to, you know, reflect and to sort of like reconnect with, with this fundamental kind of part of of uh, of our faith and of our relationships with God, our relationships with creation, um, it's interesting. I was I was thinking like you know last time we talked, we talked about kind of resiliency, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, a little bit on this idea of sabr. Um, and I I was uh, came across one of the um, sayings of the Prophet, peace be upon him, that says that faith is. Two halves, right? Half of it is patience, the sabr. The other half is shukr or gratitude, you know. Um, you know, that, that, that our faith kind of deals with these, these two different aspects. Um, and it's interesting, like, because, you know, last time we talked about, like, the struggles of, of, of people in life and, and being resilient in the face of those. Um, and one of the things that, you know, I think exists you know, within the tradition, Um, but now we see more with positive psychology kind of coming out too, this idea um, that part of our resiliency is being able to be grateful as well, you know. Um, In the Quran, um, you know, God tells us, if you are grateful, I'll give you more, you know. Um, So this idea that gratitude itself is something that gives us increase, you know, um, which is interesting. And for me, it's interesting now to see, like, okay, now there's this science and people are saying this different things. But, you know, this is the the advice that, that Revelation was giving us from the beginning, you know, that, um, you know, we tend to, I think, as, as human beings, um, you know, have this, you know, sometimes to be in this experience of of what we want and the anxiety of what we're concerned about, right? um you know what we've lost sometimes we think about we think about those things and we get kind of off balance I think in this way right we have anxiety we have grief depression um but if we're able to come back and appreciate what we really have that it it makes us healthier it it makes us happier you know um there's there's a, one of the sayings like in our, in the spiritual tradition that is it says that if the people of it says if the people of monotheism knew like the that like if they were to contemplate the blessings of god you know even the most sick of them even those that are, are in poverty um, would sort of be intoxicated you know um, so saying that like you know this this practice of being able to just sit and reflect you know and and sort of count the blessings right Mm -hmm. um it's something that can take us you know spiritually and psychologically to a different space Mm -hmm. you know that that i think is 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 very interesting um so i mean i think that you know for me i like to um you know I showed you I have like M.M. Ghazali's, you know, The Book of Gratitude, you know, um, that I like to kind of go through and spend time with on, on Thanksgiving, right? And, you know, for me, it's a time of just sort of like, you know, in my own personal space, take the time out and remember, okay, what exactly is this practice? And then how am I doing with that overall? You know, so it's sort of that kind of reminder space of, am I being grateful
0: enough on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. you know? -hmm. Um, I'm glad you brought up positive psychology. I want to come back to positive psychology in a moment because like Penn is really, you know, one of the centers of, let's say, Mm -hmm. the science of gratitude. Um, um, But I just wanted to say, uh, on that last point about like how am I doing in terms of my capacity as an individual day to day to cultivate gratitude um, I, I, there's I've been talking about gratitude with students and teaching about kind of the pr- gratitude through the prism of Jewish wisdom. Um, there's a nice little, I think often quoted uh, um, rabbinic, Insight that um, an individual should Attempt to recite 100 blessings every day Mm -hmm. Um, And I think there's like two ways to approach this um, Kind of suggestion Um, It's a suggestion by the way that's kind of like taken Literally in some ways so we try and determine how do you say 100 blessings every day? but on one side it's like it's a, it's a, it's a statement. It's an aspirational statement about the the like. What does it what does it feel like and look like to be uh, a Jew in the world? It means that it, that that, it, that a Jew is moved one hundred at least one hundred times a day to express uh, uh, gratitude for uh, the, the you know for all of the, the variety of of blessings in, in, in that you encounter in, in life. Right, so I'm walking around, and I am, and I have the uh, emotional, and uh, I, I'm 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 soft enough, I'm receptive enough to notice blessing in the world, right, from the first breath of the morning to you know the rising of the sun to all of the obvious you know uh, uh, big hitters of, of the day, right, of the natural uh, world, but also you know the experience of of, of seeing friends the experience of hearing news so every moment i'm i'm sensitive enough to articulate the blessings uh, uh, that i'm constantly encountering the other side of the coin i think is that is that if you are not that that saying 100 blessings a day is a type of faking it till you make it right it's a type of it's a type of well if you're not sensitive enough if you're not receptive enough then we're going to give you a uh, hundred reasons. I'm going to articulate the 100 reasons that you might, you know, say a blessing. And and as a practice, you kind of soften yourself up. You kind of make yourself more receptive, but that the goal is a type of capacity to be overwhelmed with the sense of blessing, as you say, intoxicated mm-hmm. with blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, and to express gratitude constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that there's a type of, we might say like spiritual sickness that we kind of would describe as being associated with a type of, I don't know, uh, the encountering, encountering the world kind of casually mm. or at worst um, you know, to be hardened to the sense of um, not just the mystery of the world or the grandeur of the world, but hardened to your capacity to, to be grateful for the things that you have in the world.
1: Um, you're reminding me of um, you know this this book that I've been carrying around and we've been touching on as we've been talking um, uh, in this uh, by Sheikh Ibn Attila al iskandari has actually a treaty on gratitude, a short treaty, it's just like a few pages, um, and he talks about like kind of the three levels of, of, of related to gratitude, right? And the first being sort of what you're talking to, and they say like heedlessness, right? So you're just kind of you know you're enjoying blessings in the world, but you're not really um, conscious of you know where they're coming from. You're not being mindful of the of of God in relationship to the to the blessings, or maybe not mindful about the blessings at all, right? Um, and then the second stage he says is sort of like the intoxication stage, right. um, and this is where people are just like you know they're just high it's like a high they call it sometimes but like they see god they're remembering god like you say walking around everything they see the their beloved has given them you know like that they can say like you know every flower that you see know that god has remembered you and putting that there and intended for you to see that right so it's like every little blessing if you have this awareness it's like you know, getting yeah, know. flowers from the Beloved, right? Right. But right. then they say, the, but that's not the highest level. Mm. The highest level is actually um, when you're able to maintain this idea of being connected to God, but you don't lose in that the, the means. Like mm-hmm. you don't lose connection with the means so that you don't forget to be thankful for people too. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when people are intoxicated, mm-hmm. You know, they they lose uh, you know kind of the connection of the responsibilities and the interactions with mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have this teaching that basically says whoever is thankful to Allah should also be thankful to, you know, people, mm-hmm. and that we have that kind mm-hmm. of becomes more sober at some mm-hmm. point. You know,
0: um, but I didn't want to um, lose this thing about the positive psychology thing because yeah. I, I feel like as a religious. As someone who's like looking at the world through the sphere of the inherited religious tradition, I'm super aware of the, I don't know, secularization of, or the Mm. the harnessing of these spiritual traditions um, uh, both like in the laboratory, but also in the marketplace. So, you know, I, I, I was looking at, you know, studies from uh, positive psychology, and it's really interesting. You'll, you'll notice that they'll talk about gratitude. These are studies done here, you know, where um, uh, uh, you have you know folks write letters of gratitude, thanking folks you know mm-hmm. who needed to been thanked, and, and then they do you know they, they have a way of, st- of of quantifying your happiness, you know, scales, and, and folks who express gratitude have you know uh, uh, higher you know scores of happiness than mm-hmm. folks who don't. Um, I'm just keenly aware of the sense that in the laboratory, uh, studying gratitude is about how how does it enable the individual to flourish. Mm -hmm. In other words, if you express gratitude, you are happier. Mm -hmm. And that you being happy is good. Or, this is a little more dark, in my opinion, that you are more productive. Right, it maximizes. These are. I feel like they're Mm -hmm. the harnessing of spiritual traditions Mm -hmm. and the secularization of them to not only enable you to be better, but also you to be more productive. Mm And um, I just have this feeling, and I can't, I can't seem to articulate it just yet because I think it's subtle. Mm. Um, But I have this weird feeling that the. Traditions around gratitude that I have inherited or the Jews have inherited and I think it's probably mm. true for Muslims too One of the core kind of functions of our Traditions around gratitude of saying 100 blessings every day is to is to destabilize or to take you out of the center mm-hmm. of the photo. Yeah,
1: it's not about you. It is not
0: about yeah. you. It, it is about flourishing, but it's actually like the, the whole point of your flourishing is is to some place, displace you from the yeah. center.
1: Yeah, I think it's really interesting because I've noticed this a lot, and because you know, kind of working in, the, working in this space, um, I sort of think of it as like, you know, when they used to think of alchemy, right? people would be like, oh, these alchemists, right? They have these spiritual practice or whatever and they're able to turn lead into gold. And so, you know, people sign up because, or or go to seek this knowledge because they want gold. But the secret is, is that you never really get it until you stop wanting the gold for yourself. Right, like you don't, the capacity to, to, to turn lead into gold, you know, only comes after you have, after you don't see the difference between the gold, the rock and the gold for yourself, you know, that you, you have complete otherness. Um, so it is. I mean, there's there's a whole marketing thing that's going out, and I think, you know, sometimes I look at it and I'm like, you know, I, I look at some of the positive psychology or different things in sociology, and I see it resonating with my tradition. I see it giving a modern commentary with neuroscience on things that are from my tradition, but I also see it as as editing out the source. You know, of okay, yes, there there is this idea of being having gratitude and appreciation between us. You know, um, you know, God has said, if you are grateful, I will give you more. So this is we would call it a sunatullah. This is the ways that God operates. You know, um, but somehow you're kind of missing the the, the biggest picture of all, right? Um, which comes back to, um, you know, Imam Ghazali, when he talks about gratitude, he says three parts, right? One is the knowledge, um, the other is the state, and then the next is action. And connecting at the level of knowledge is, is knowing that source and knowing that whatever blessings you have, you couldn't have done it yourself. You know, that it does come from God, right? Um, and in that knowledge and in that appreciation, that then creates that state. That state in which you're like, you know what, um, wow, I'm getting benefit. That's the that's appreciation that happens, right? Um, but two is that, you know, the one who's giving you, in this case, God, has concern. Has concern for your well-being. So then you know that you're the recipient of that. And the third thing being related to, to just the hope, right? So when someone gives you something, that means you also have hope for, like, they might give you more. You have hope for the future of relationship. You have hope for like, all right, if I'm being given blessings, what can I do then? You know, in this case, to be, to be pleasing to God, to be pleasing to the beloved, you know, in, in that thing. And then being able to actually act upon it, right? So that, that idea that if if you're having, you know, if you're grateful, then then it manifests. It manifests in what you do, right? This idea of, of actions, right, praise itself. Um, there's, there's one of the narrations about the prophet, peace be upon him, um, in which he was you know, up at night praying and his, his legs were kind of swollen and he was, you know, he was crying and, and his wife was like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you putting yourself through this? God has already promised you paradise. God has already forgiven all those things that you've ever, you know, like, you're good. You're set. You know, you have nothing to worry about. And his response was, should I not be a grateful servant? You know, so this idea of, you know, our worship itself being something that is an act of gratitude, Okay. And is, is, is an act of love. But then also our charity and our, our doing good deeds in the world is part of our acts of, sort of gratitude. Yeah,
0: as you were talking, I was thinking a lot about the, the interconnectedness between, between our, our capacity to feel grateful and our capacity to give to others. And I'm, mm. I'm just thinking a lot about how the way that I relate to both of those is is now uh, blending with one another, but I, I hear that loud and clear that the, to the extent that I can that I can cultivate a sense of gratitude, a sense of of thanks,
1: mm.
0: I think that I'm less interested in the in the in the scales of happiness as I am in the scales of my transformation into a giving person. Mm. Meaning, I, I'm more interested in The extent to which my own capacity for gratitude transforms me into a person who is able to to give to others, my own sense that I was given to, that Mm. so much of that that I have is is a gift to me, whether from others, whether from the ultimate other, right? It transforms me into someone who is sensitive to the need to give, that Mm. my own flourishing is not uh, 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 um, calculated by. The scales of, of, of happiness, but my own flourishing is scale is is calculated by the scales of of of, of my own uh, givingness uh, mm-hmm. to others, um,
1: yeah. But at the same time, like even like when you're giving, that's still a blessing from God, right? and it's a blessing to you, and it's a blessing to whoever you're giving, right? So you're now becoming the means that the blessing is going to someone else, and it's still from, what they're getting from you is still from God, and you're being able to participate, and that is another blessing, right? Um, We have a a saying in the Muslim tradition which is attributed to um, Jesus, peace be upon him, um, in which he says, you you know, saying to God, you know, how can I praise you? adequately when my praising you is a blessing that I have to praise you for, right? So just being able to accept as well, like accept the blessings that we have and let them flow. And I think that's part of, you know, in one level, it's part of the knowing who God is and remembering who God is and being a witness to that, you know, um, to God's blessings and creation in the universe. Mm -hmm.
0: Um I hope that we all have the capacity to uh go with the flow of the blessings these coming days and yeah. um uh,
1: I do think it's it's important that we that we try to take those times out, whether it's this time of year or on a regular basis that you know whether it's going around the table or whether it's you know journaling about it or doing those like you know counting like sitting taking a time and actually kind of counting those blessings. I think yeah. it's something that can really, you know, especially when people are struggling or they they they're dealing with a lot of things, it's something that can have that ability to shift where we are yeah. and and move us into, you know, a good space. Yeah. Thanks, Patty. Thank you.